what had been carved upon it. Here lieth Prince Thomas of Castor, a brave warrior who fell in combat, but triumphed where others failed. The lie we had created, that Tom was a prince, had gone too far, and now here it was, written upon his gravestone. It made my stomach turn. Tom was a young spook who had fought the dark, and this should have been acknowledged. This shouldn't have happened, I thought bitterly. He deserved the truth. But this again had been Grimalkin's doing. Tom had needed to pose as a prince because the armies of the principalities would not follow a commoner. I watched as a hooded Magawi, one of their priests, prayed for Tom, rain dripping from the end of his nose. The smell of wet soil was very strong. Soon it would cover Tom's remains. Then the prayers were over, and the gravediggers began to shovel wet earth down upon the coffin. I glanced back at Grimalkin and saw that she was grinding her teeth. She seemed more angry than sad, but I was churning with mixed emotions too. Suddenly, the men stopped working and looked up. There was movement and light in the air high above us. I gasped as I spotted a winged figure hovering far above the grave. It glowed with a silver light, its fluttering wings huge. It was the same angel-like being that had hovered over the hill while the three Magawi made their prophecy, foretelling the coming of a champion to defeat the Shikesa assassin and lead humans across the river to victory. Suddenly, it folded its white wings and dropped towards us like a stone, coming to a stop less than thirty feet above our heads. Now I could make out a beautiful face that shone with pale light. Everyone was gazing upwards now, gasping in astonishment. There was a noise from the grave, but, fascinated by the winged figure, I continued to look up. It was only when the sound came again that I glanced down. At first, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me, but I wasn't the only person staring down into the grave. I saw that the casket was slightly tilted, and the sodden earth that covered it was sliding away to reveal the wet wooden lid. Grimalkin hissed in anger and stared up at the winged being. I could understand her annoyance at the interference. Couldn't Tom even be left to be buried in peace? But then I saw that the coffin was moving. What could be causing it? I hardly dared to hope. Could it be that Tom was alive? With a jerk, the coffin rose up into the air above the grave and began to spin, spraying mud and droplets of water in all directions. The corner caught one of the grave diggers and knocked him backwards into the waiting mound of earth. I stared open-mouthed as the coffin slowly rose upwards. Grimalkin rushed forward, stretching out her arms as if to grab it, but, spinning faster and faster, it eluded her grasp and whirled towards the winged figure. I heard another hiss of anger from Grimalkin, but it was lost in an ear-splitting boom of thunder that set my teeth on edge. Suddenly, the heavens were split with intense light, not the sheet lightning we had experienced so far. This was a jagged fork of blue lightning that seemed to come from the winged figure. It struck Tom's coffin with a crack that hurt my ears. It had to be something supernatural, the wielding of dark magic, Judging by her reactions, it certainly wasn't Grimalkin's doing. But who was responsible? The coffin immediately disintegrated, 
splinters of wood falling towards us. I quickly retreated, shielding my head with my arms, bumping into people in my haste to get clear. Some of the pieces splashed into the water at the bottom of the empty grave. Others fell around me. When I looked up again, Tom's corpse was spinning above us, his arms and legs flopping and jerking, his body spiralling down towards the grave again. I stared at him in amazement. His eyes were closed in death. He looked like a puppet dangling from invisible controlling strings. I could hardly bear to watch that such an indignity should be inflicted upon him. Suddenly, far above him, the winged creature vanished like a candle flame snuffed out by a giant thumb and forefinger. Sheet lightning flashed and Tom's corpse fell twenty feet or more into the mound of soil beside the grave. For a moment, there was absolute silence. I held my breath.